Oh, this series is so boring. Oh, it's not got any kind of skits or funny voices in it. Right? It doesn't really taste of anything. It's bland. There's, there's no nothing about anybody's week. I know. If only there was a better way. Hey, are you bored of your cereal? Why not try Strange and Pleasant Queerios? They're part of a fully balanced breakfast. Skits, funny voices, queer trans ladies, everything you need. Wait, is it a podcast or a cereal? It's a cereal! Yay! Yay! Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura K. Dale. And I'm not Jane Iris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's that podcast where two queer trans ladies tell you about their week and have a bit of a giggle while doing silly voices and skits and whatnot. How are you doing, Jane? I'm doing alright. You're doing alright. I'm doing alright. How are you doing? I am still busy. I kept, I keep going, oh, this will be the week everything will quiet down. Oh, this will be the week everything will quiet down. It's good, exciting, busy. He's very busy. Summers, they get us every year. Exactly. Last summer, we... we I don't think we've got quite as busy a summer this year. We've um, get, I think I we've given ourselves... Be, I think it's going to be very differently hectic. Yes. I think we've given ourselves more time to get nights of sleep this summer. But that does technically mean technically mean that we're doing less partying overall. Which is probably safest for well, us. That's that's what I was thinking. It's probably just dial back the parties like ten percent. Just 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 Well we'll take the party down from eleven back down to ten. Which, you know, everyone knows should well and truly be the top of the, the, the scale anyway. Take it down from eleven. <laughs> uh so yeah. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a chill all week. It has. It's been we've it's basically we were just resting after E three. Also, last week we recorded a day late, so it's been a short week. Yeah, hopefully it won't be it, too short an episode. It, it's it's been recovering from E three, and then going oh E three's out the way. Oh gosh, yeah, I took I took a weekend to relax. Now I got to th- focus on the next thing. There's a book coming. Oh There's gosh, a book. it's the day we record this. My first book comes out a month. Today, congratulations! Yeah, that's it's all feeling very soon. Suddenly, it's like, oh, we're gonna send you all the marketing materials, and we're printing the books. I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no, too soon. Well, I better get on and dye your hair and do oh, your roots. I should probably do my roots. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll leave it a couple of weeks. I'll do my roots closer to when all the publicity is gonna happen. <laughs> we'll do it just before the publicity run. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Jane, what have you played this week? What did I play this week? Well, I finished Curse Mountain. You finished just... it? I, 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 I finished with Curse Mountain. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> last I heard from you, you'd gotten to right toward the end and you were like, I'm, I, I can't. I'm not doing it. I got it. to the final boss and I was like, I just don't care enough. I'm done fighting these controls. I'll just Google it. I've experienced everything there is to experience in it. Apart from the end credits. I just don't care enough to fight you, this boss with these horrible mechanics. Did you care enough to, like, Google the final cutscene? Oh, yeah, anything? I've seen it. Oh, okay, that's fine. I think it's it literally is... what I was doing, and then, like, there's one little outro cinematic, and that's it. The problem was, like, I was... The, the bit before the boss, you have to fight, like, five or six different enemies, and that's a delay of a good couple of minutes. 
and then there's climbing up the hill. Then you've got to watch the video sequence play out, open a book thing to get something else to play out. And then it's just fighting this pain in the ass boss with these horrible mechanics. I'm just like, I don't care enough to just work through this. I just want to see the end. So I googled it and I was like, yeah, I was, I wasn't even that close. I was just, I just thought 15 or 16 times of battling through these awful, awful mechanics. I don't care anymore. Although the video I watched was clearly being played on something else. Because rather than using motion control, it was like highlighting these like points on a grid. I was yeah, like, that looks brilliant by comparison. <laughs> I could do that. Like it's you know fiddly enough that there is obviously something you need to be doing there, but at the same time, like it's not nearly as complicated as something that might just not work. Yeah, that seemed to be your biggest problem with the game was <laughs> try to do thing did not work. I got punished because the game didn't recognize. Yeah. Basically, I was like, I just don't care anymore. So yeah, I, I that that was a thing. Uh, so yeah, what about you? Have you played anything? Oh, I played through a new game this week. Ooh. I found the time to play all the way through uh, more than more than once. I'm I'm on a second playthrough. Ooh. Cadence of Hyrule. Oh heckens! Or to give it what I believe is its full title, Cadence of Hyrule: Crypt of the Necrodancer, featuring the Legend of Zelda. Well, it's quite a title. Revengeance. Yeah. So if you can't tell from that title, uh, Cadence of Hyrule is based on a previous game that came before it uh, called Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is an indie game from, I think it originally released in 2015. Um, Yeah, I know, right? Um, And the whole idea of Crypt of the Necrodancer was that it was a pretty tough-as-balls roguelike that you played by doing... um, directional buttons to move and attack in time with the beat so the soundtrack's going you tap which direction you want to go if you want to attack something you get to the square next to it and then tap in that direction to attack them really simple controls um but crypt of the necrodancer was very solidly a roguelike it was like if you lo- if you die you lose pretty much everything and go back to the beginning and oh. start over it was it was quite brutal okay. like you played some crypt of the necrodancer didn't you and you no. No, I thought you tried it and nope. struggled I with it. I looked at videos and went, I don't think that's for me. That's totally fair. Um, so, music sounded good. Yeah. Though. So, Cadence of Hyrule is the same indie developers. I don't know how they convinced Nintendo on this one, but they convinced Nintendo to let them make a Zelda game, and it's a Crypt of the, no- the Necrodancer Zelda game. You hop around Hyrule in an art style that looks like a, a midpoint between a link to the past and maybe like Minish Cap. Mm. Um, hopping around to really nice remixes of Zelda tunes that mm. are like just new enough to not feel like you know rep- repetitive of things you know you know already, yeah. but not so changed that they don't feel authentic and mm. like you know the tracks you know. Yeah, I was I was enjoying the music I heard from it. Yeah, so it's it's a really fun little game. Uh, you can play it in single player or co op, mm. and. It's definitely a lot less brutal with its uh, roguelike stuff than Crypt of the Necrodancer was. Um, You do lose some stuff upon death. You lose, uh, I think it's rupees, arrows, and bombs. Um, But you keep, like, major weapons you found, any of your, like, claw shop, your, uh, I don't know, your bow and arrow, Mm -hmm. your... uh, Any of those things you found. Your heart containers. Yeah. Anything that's like progression based and is getting yeah. you through the world, so you have keep. the bomb bag, but not the bombs. Exactly. Yeah. So you might you might need to find some some more bombs, but that's not the end yeah. of the world. Um, 
you keep all of your progression, like, the world doesn't randomise between each death. Um, you have a randomised world when you start your save file, mm -hmm. and if you started another save file later on, if you replayed the game, the overworld would be different, but okay. it does stay consistent within that run of the game. Right. Um, so, like, there's a lot of things like that. There's also a, a warping between... You can find points on the map that you can use as fast travel points. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that makes it feel less terrifyingly punishing than Crypt of the Necrodancer did. Like, right. it wants... The game wants you to have more of a sense of this is a Zelda-style progression where if I die, I go back to a checkpoint nearby oh. and I still have all my stuff and I can still fight onwards. I, I haven't so lost I progress. It probably makes a better Switch game in that oh, yeah, sort of pick-up-and-put-down... Yeah. That you want from the, a mobile device? Yeah, exactly. It's it's a really nice little thing. I I enjoy my music rhythm stuff. I'm never great at it, and I think I I had some trouble toward the end. The last dungeon and the last boss in particular were kicking my ass. It sounded like it. Um, I was getting I. It didn't help that I thought I'd beaten the game, and then it's like, nope, one more dungeon, one more boss, go go go. Uh. <laughs> but. I really, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I really enjoyed that you can, from the from moment one, play as either Link or Zelda. Uh, I played through my whole first playthrough as Princess Zelda. I think twice during the playthrough, I had to switch to Link so that Link could press a switch that only Link could press, and then switch back. Because he was the hero. No, because there's there's one dungeon that requires both Link and Zelda. Okay. Where like if you played as as Link, you would have to once or twice swap to Zelda to be like that is the switch that only she can stand on. Like I think it's because they want you to have found the other party member before you go and fight the final boss. Right. Um, and that's a good way to ensure that you don't reach that boss without having both, like having found the other character and unlocked them in your playthrough okay. as an optional player. Um, additionally, there's one pretty cool boss fight mechanic that uses like, hey, you don't have to switch between characters to, to do this boss fight, but switching back and forth would make it easier. Mm. But like, other than a, those couple of minor examples, I played through the whole game as Zelda, and I never felt like the game was robbing me of this being Zelda's adventure, where Zelda got to go out and fight oh. all the creatures with her her stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, like it like, wasn't get out of hell. Yeah. No, it didn't do get out of hell's thing, where it's like every single cutscene re uh, references how Gat saved them and ignores the fact that I played as Ken Kinsey and play yeah. saved them. And then it also doesn't do the get out of hell thing of oh, it's the final boss. Now you have to play as Gat because Kinsey can't do the final boss. It doesn't. It's not that. It is. There's a couple of times where mechanically it does interesting things by going switch, switch back, but it'll always respect your choice of this is your hero that you're playing as. Yeah, um, but yeah, it it's about six hours it took me to finish my first playthrough, and that mm -hmm. wasn't 100%. Like, there was a couple of items that I never found, and I definitely didn't max out my, my health or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hearing six to eight hours is pretty typical for most yeah, people's first run. Yeah, so it... Here's the thing, something like Crypt of the Necrodancer was a lot more like, because it was so much more forgiving, it was easier to remember it was a roguelike. Like, mm. you'd probably be 30 minutes to an hour and go, oop, died, okay, try again. Whereas this, because it's six hours, the temptation at first is to go, oh, that was a, that was that was on the shorter end of a Zelda experience. Mm. But the randomization's really nice and definitely shakes it up. As someone that really enjoyed uh, Link to the Past randomizer stuff, mm. this feels like a game that has that built in. That's really nice. 
If you find it's too easy for you after a couple of attempts, there is a permadeath mode. Wowza. And that that seems pretty brutal. That that brings it a lot more in line with original uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Um, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. As like a, a, a Zelda game that I can play through in probably a couple of sittings and be done with it. Mm-hmm. And come back to and have a bit of a fresh experience every couple of months. Mm-hmm. This is really nice. I'm totally up for, you know, every two or three months going. Yeah, I could go for another run of Crypt, Crypt of the Zelda Cadence of Hyrule. <laughs> that Cadence of Hyrule, that's it. Um, yeah, I had a really good time with that. Mm. What about you? What have you played? Well, speaking of Zelda games, I went back and had a little, just a little palette cleanse of uh, some Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. And that's sort of how I'm treating that game now. Like, I finished something, like, I've been working through. And then it's just like, yeah, I might just stick that on for a couple of days and have a bit of a violence fest. Have 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 a bit of a murder off. Just, just, just do a genocide on Hyrule. How has it felt? Has it, are you still enjoying murdering I'm everything? S- I'm still loving it. I'm still chugging through adventure modes. Uh, I'm still only on the first map of adventure mode. I think I'm like 59% of the way through it now. I'm not planning to get the sculptures, I don't care, but like <laughs> things like the getting fairies and like powering up the fairies, trying to get all the um, like new weapons and new costumes and stuff, that that I'm interested in. And, and I'm curious for that. I've got, I think I've got all of the characters now. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very happy with that. Nice. Yeah, I, I love it. It's just like a fun. It, everyone needs that game that you can just switch your brain off to a bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna go around and cause some havoc. Yeah, yeah. That's that's been me with Pokemon and and leveling up my stuff. Is just it's just sometimes nice to go. Oh, I'm just doing a thing. Yeah. I don't have to necessarily be super engaged. Yeah. I can feel like I'm progressing. I don't know. Thing. I feel like I have to be super engaged with that because the map's so tiny. Oh, that yeah, that's fair. Certainly. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I'm dead. Uh, what happened? Exactly. Let's play that again and try and work out where that all went wrong. Oh, I've got to kill Lana. <laughs> no idea why. I, just... I kind of wished Kami Tecmo had done that already. Um... <laughs> With your self-insert bullshit. Yeah, it's like... a Linkle game, though. I'll yeah, have a Linkle game. I, I don't mind Linkle. And, and I, I actively love Linkle. Yeah. And I don't mind most of the villains they inserted. Most of the villains felt fitting with the Zelda series. Like... The the guy in the dragon armor, the the, the sort Vol, of Volga. Uh, yeah, the, the basically like the human equivalent of Volvagava, the dragon from yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But as a man in armor, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Don't give me more of that and less of Lana. Yeah, less of Lana, less of Seer as well. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm not adverse to tits. I'm a big fan. <laughs> But, yeah, it, they are the most Koei Tecmo characters in that game. Yes. Every Koei Tecmo um, licensed product has to have their one self-insert. That oh, just... jiggling! Yes. Oh, jiggling! Hello, I'm Big Boobs. I'm important to story. I have no problem with big boobs yeah. for story. I know. Like, just maybe a little maybe, less Maybe if they two. weren't all made by men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, anything else about that game? It's fun. Yeah. I still really enjoy it. What, a year and a bit on now, maybe? You've, you've gotten your, your, your money's worth definitely. out of that one. Definitely got... Definitely I'm glad got you got on so well with it. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And weirdly, like, since then I've tried to get on to... I tried, um... Uh, Dynasty Warriors. 
8 Extreme. And yeah. I was like, I'm not digging this at all. If, if you want to try another licensed one, I've got Fire Emblem Warriors on Switch. Which I know Fire Emblem's not your thing. It's not super my thing either, but I really enjoyed Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. So it, it's, it's more that sort of action-y. Yeah, it, it is. It, it feels like another, another Hyrule Warriors. It is yeah. incredibly similar structurally, except... Here's a bunch of sword, pretty sword people. The one thing I really noticed with um, the Dynasty Warriors one is like it's there's not nearly as much variety in attacks. Yeah, like it, it. I felt that sometimes like the Hyrule Warriors one, especially when you haven't like powered up a character to have more attacks, that it can really feel repetitive. But to have even less than that in the original Dynasty Warriors is just like wow, this game is bare bones as fuck. <laughs> Like I'm, it's it's and it's a nice power fantasy, but there's not enough variety for yeah. something that is that basic. Yeah, to keep me engaged. For Hy- Hyrule Warriors does a really good job of making all of its characters super distinct from each other. In yeah, their, there is that stuff. aspect as well. Yeah, which definitely helps. Also, like with the um, definitive edition or extreme edition. Yeah. You get so many weapons from the outset, from the time you boot it up. Yeah. And whereas with Hyrule Warriors, everybody's got one weapon, and eventually you unlock specific weapons for that character. Yeah. And no one else. Yeah. I'm going, hey, here's ten of everything. Work it out! <laughs> uh, thank you! <laughs> so yeah, I'm very much enjoying that. What about you? You got any others? The only other thing I've really been playing is I've put a bunch more hours into uh, Roller Champions, mm. or the, the demo, which is no longer available for Roller Champions. Um, oh, I'm really into that game. I really enjoy Roller Champions. For anyone who missed last week's episode, uh, it's basically a roller derby game. It's not exactly roller derby. You've got a ball rather than, you know, doing jammer passes. But in, in essence, it feels like roller derby. The whole point is a couple of minute jams, a lot of team communication, um, don't be afraid to pass the, the point scoring ability to someone else if you're in a tight spot, a huh. uh, couple of minutes per point scoring round. In everything like about the, the way the game is played and the tone of it, it feels so much like Roller Derby and I love it. Um... I've been really enjoying how much it rewards you playing it like actual roller derby. Um, I found I did a lot better at the game when I started playing with other people I knew with voice chat on mm-hmm. and being able to communicate things like, okay, which if we divide the lane like into four, uh, the track into four lanes, mm-hmm. which lane is the person behind the point scorer? Where are their offence and defence? What does the point scorer feel they need right now? Like, what could we be doing to help them? Would it benefit you more if we got up ahead to pass to? Do you want us to try and focus on taking out the person who's behind you? Mm. Uh, There's a lot of benefit to communication. Um, It definitely rewards playing as a team more than it rewards playing as an individual trying to get personal glory. And that's really nice. Mm. Um... Like in terms of the level progression system, which is it's it's fans is the way they do it of how many fans you end up with mm-hmm. supporting you. It re- it gives you more fans for your team winning than it does for you doing a really great goal by yourself. Yeah, but the team losing. Mm. Um, the focus really is on don't try and keep a hold of the ball and like get glory above all else. Mm. No, play sensibly. 
be in tune with your team, work as a team, don't be afraid to call, call call off the point scoring round and just cash out your points now if it looks like the other team's about to get something good going. I really like Roller Champions. Mm. I, want, I want to play more of it. When can I play more of it, Ubisoft? Well, it's only in pre-alpha at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I maxed out the level cap on that game on, like, day one. <laughs> I played too much of it. It's great. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I hope that you get that soon and get to enjoy Yay! more of it. Uh, have you played anything else this week? Um, I've been playing some more Hat in Time, working through that. Uh, I love it. It's a great game. Um, finished another chapter, so looking forward to moving on. I can't really remember what happens next, so it's 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 nice that it's been enough distance between playing it originally, which was probably only a year and a bit ago, um, to sort hmm. of just going right from the beginning. Uh, yeah, um, I, I very much enjoy that game. It's very good. What about you? Heck, Any others? I think that's everything I really played this week. Well, heckens. <gasps> Time for this. <sighs> Oh, oh, mate, 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 mate. Yeah. You seen that? You seen that poster for that new metal band that's playing? That's playing next week. You see? You see the poster up there? Yeah, it's sort of drippy, like yeah, yeah, and um, stylized curves. Yeah, yeah. That is for uh, what was it? Uh, Kill Switch Megadeth? No, it's um, it's 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 uh, skull fu- skullfuck armchair, isn't it? No, no, can't you see? That's the the. Actually, no. Now I look at it. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to read. You see the, 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 yeah, then... you see that letter there? It looks a bit more like Ultimate Death Revival Death Extreme. I'm struggling to make the letters out. They're, no, they've broken up. They can't be for them. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, I know this. I recognise that that bit there. That is a commentary on Radical Squirrel Explosion. Oh, Radical Squirrel all Explosion. Of, all of their stuff. They always use that that little splatter there at the top. You see? Yeah, but like, where's the squirrel though? Exploded. Oh, I don't know. I, um, Radically. I, I'm okay. I'm gonna give you one more shot. I'm pretty sure it's uh, titanium brain screw. Cause, cause, see, there's, there's the, that's the, that's the T. Yeah. And that's the, that's the B. And right. that's the S. So it's got to be TBS. It's ty- titanium brain screw. Is that an S? Excuse me, you two. Uh, can I, can I help at all? Oh yeah, we're just trying to work out what band this uh, poster's for. That's uh, the gallery owners. Preschool child, they uh, yeah seem to have just thrown paint at the canvas there, and by canvas I mean large bit of poster paper. Do they play metal though? They have been over there in the corner hitting that radiator with uh, with a stick. So that's pretty metal. Yeah, right on. Free metal. Right on. Have you suffered an accident that wasn't your fault? Yes, I have. Have you been injured in a way that was bad and hurty? Yes. Were you involved in something that was not your fault but has done you an injure? This sounds exactly like me. Were you caused to have time off work? Yes. Oh my god, are you okay? I mean, like, is there anything I can get you? Do you need, like, grapes or something? People like grapes when they're recovering, right? Do you want some grapes? I I thought you were going to have some kind of advice for, like... You know, getting me money for this or something? I think I thought you had a plan of action here. I've got some soup if you like some soup. Would you like some of my soup? I, I, I made uh, this uh, yesterday. Sh- sh- Very good. I could, I've got. Sure. Crust, I could put some crusty bread on w- there for you. I would, would like. Be... I would like some soup, yeah. but but. Do you need someone to change your dressings? Yeah, but like, yeah. do you know anyone that can get me compensation? This isn't America. Oh, okay. I'll take the soup then. So. <gasps> what have you watched? Not much this week. I've been too no. busy to really watch much. Same. Um, 
I continued watching Hunter Hunter, Hunter X Hunter, that, that anime that I've been watching, the 2011 one. Um, I, have, a pig. I have an episode half paused over here on the other monitor from There's where I was watching it earlier. Spa hot tub? Uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a mist that is being used to to attack the pig man. <gasps> no. he, he will not see his attack. Well, he's, he's a bad pig man. Oh, okay. Well, fuck him then. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> General. It's just a whole range of emotions. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> Um, show continues to be really, really enjoyable. Um, I keep being caught off guard by the way that it responds to certain things and the interesting subversions of expectations. Currently, I am watching an arc about a colony of uh, what they called chimera ants, which are basically a species of ants that will, when they have uh, offspring, transfer a, a bit of the DNA of what they consumed before having the offspring into their offspring, so they they can end up gaining traits of other species as they as they grow. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, some of them decided to eat some humans and now they're smart and now it's like, oops, we gotta go we gotta go stop this army of very aggressive and angry um humanoid slash animal Ant people from being able to give birth to their king because if they do, oh shit's gonna go down. Ooh. Um, that sounds like quite a storyline. <laughs> yeah, this is. I'm. I know how far am I in? I'm like eighty something episodes into this show. Bowser. Uh, eighty-eight episodes in. Jinkies. Out of a hundred and twenty something. Okay, I think, so you're so far like, off. Yeah. I'm like two thirds of the way through this show. Is the series finished or? Um. So as I understand it, the show is finished. Right. There is a manga that does continue beyond the end of the show, mm-hmm. but the show ends in a place that is apparently satisfying enough to go like, yeah, that could that could be an ending. Okay. Like, uh, the way someone described it to me was being similar to, like, Steven Universe and where that's currently stopped at mm-hmm. is, like, I could see how they could totally do more stories, and in other forms of media they are doing more stories, but this feels like a satisfying place to end the animated... Like, if the animated show stopped here, that wouldn't be a problem. Mm. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm still enjoying it. 80, 88 episodes in, I'm slowly plodding through it. I'm glad. What, what about you? What have you been watching? Not a lot. Also, um, I watched that an uh, episode of Cartoon Hell. Ooh, uh, which I'd one? Been, um, it was the one we watched together. Remember? I can't remember what one that was. My brain's doing a. It was the trees, but it was. They they drew about bees, but it was supposed to be about trees. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, it was meant to be an episode about about bee. No, which way around was it? It was supposed, it was to, be supposed to be about trees. And they 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 made a cartoon about bees. Yes, it was a very haunting cartoon they made about there bees. Was a, lot of, a lot of throwing up of things from by the trees, and then squirrels wearing suits made out of bees. Oh no, there was a child um, made out of bee armor that was gonna yes. you know go avenge the bees. Yep. It was quite a thing. It, it was quite quite a half hour story to to weave. Yeah, I I, I enjoy the, the the few episodes of Cartoon Hell that I've seen so far, uh, and that's on Dropout. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched a load more Drawfee. I've started watching the um, ones where they sort of teach you bits about uh, like like art principles of art. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Hey, how to do like shading and how to do this sort of thing. There's a real low helicopter coming it's past a, us. It's very low jellyflopter. Yeah, it's it's come to to arrest us. Oh no! We we they 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 heard they heard that we be gay do crimes. <gasps> too gay, too crimey. Too oh, no. too gay, too crime. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, they cool. they teach you art concepts yeah. and things. So that that was it was it was good. Um, yeah, and I just like their energy. Um, yeah. Julie is an amazing artist. I know. On that, consistently, she's like amazing. She's amazing and and great at doing like really horrific things, and I oh, love God, that yeah. style of art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched anything else? That is basically it. Oh, short short watch this it week. It's a short watch, I'm afraid. We have a big list we want to watch, we just haven't got round to it. Maybe this will be the weekend where we do it. It won't, though, because you're away. I'm away on I Saturday. Like I'm away Saturday. We can watch stuff Sunday. Okay. Okay. We'll try and watch things for next week. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a longer, a longer bit. Well so, then, time for this. new sponsor who's our new sponsor this week's sponsor is well do you like compilation albums oh i do like compilation like all albums. of your favorite tracks yeah do you like cover albums i do yeah covers of your favorite tracks yeah they? sometimes in different styles oh yeah then do yeah. i have a sponsor for you oh, who's that sponsor for you the sponsor for you this week is now that's what i call kazoo <gasps> that sounds amazing is it all my favorite tracks as played on kazoo exactly oh what's your best track Oh, is uh, like is Darude Sandstorm on there by any chance? <laughs> what other what other tracks have they got on there? Uh, do you remember MCR's Na Na Na? Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> And 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 it's approaching states. It, yeah. Are there any other tracks that you can think of? I, I think there's one more on there. There's yeah. that, that Fallout Boy one uh, about about sugar. I believe. I know the one. Yeah. Get this wonderful album. Well, head on over to T W I C K. Is that that's what I call kazoo? Is it <laughs> indeed as initials? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and click on the big microphone icon, not the kazoo icon. Don't get those two mixed up. No, if you, you click on up... the kazoo, you'll just get sent a kazoo. Just more kazoos. <laughs> and and you don't need to buy a kazoo. You're no, going to buy a compilation buy an album, album of kazoo kazoos. tracks. So just click on the microphone and type in the code Q and P S. 72 <gasps> and you too can get your your own so you probably get some you too as well if you want oh <laughs> now that's what i call kazoo it is what i call kazoo <laughs> 
inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi, hi, hi. How's the uh, how's the last week been for you? Uh, great. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, everyone was uh, really laser focused on the whole uh, E3 thing. Oh, I know. They were all so excited about you know forward thinking 2020 game releases. Yeah, buzzwords, 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 buzzwords. They didn't even know it was half the shit I did last week. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, not only did that. They got so hyped for all the games, and all we had was those uh, CGI trailers that we bought with that uh, special discount code. Oh, that, that, the, that the one we, we heard somewhere last week, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so what, what what shady stuff did you uh, sweep under the rug last week while Mobile was looking? Well, you know, you know the, the few remaining devs we have, the ones that are, you know, their brief story came out about some of the flogging. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the apparently that counts as inappropriate. The fact that, you know, many of the devs haven't been legally allowed to leave the office in about the last three months. But, you know, we're... Gotta get ready for that uh, winter crunch, you know? We've yeah, got, yeah. So, we got the games out by winter, so, you know, they've been here since... Pfft, you know, January third, they haven't left. So, like, what did what did you do during E three about that? I just, you know, just snuck out a little press release. Uh, it was uh, right on the bottom of uh, something about the new uh, Kiki Ball game, the the football game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you know, no one was really paying attention. It was in there in the small print. Uh, you, uh, what, what, what about you? Did you get oh. rid of any other uh, uh, stuff? Oh, I. Uh... I, I went into all our old games and yeah. uh, just updated the Eulers while no one was looking because you know oh, nice. if anyone wants to play play the game they're you know they're going to be in too much of an excited E3 rush yeah, to read yeah. a Euler. Yeah. So I just changed the Eula to say that we can take the game back at any time and if they want it back they're going to pay us double. Nice, you know, nice. We can we can automatically charge their card even when they don't choose to if we decide the game's worth more than it was at launch. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. I I had a similar thing. We are basically. Uh, we're uh, we're changing the regulations, the uh, ownership. Uh, people are allowed, uh, aren't actually legally allowed to own their save files anymore. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a requirement that we're just deleting their saves periodically, uh, and they have to keep playing. They have to keep playing because that's also in the EULA. But uh, that's uh, always nicely snuck in out under the rug. We made a big, big public announcement. Our biggest game of the year. And we did this thing where we uh, showed it on like a, a screen. Yeah. In uh, one look like like it was in a drive through or something. A drive, oh, like yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah. drive-in yeah. or something. And uh, it, just subtly in the background, we had like letters and, and uh, just coming up. At the sides, just sort oh, of yeah, fading yeah, yeah. in really slowly, one letter at a time throughout the uh, entire, uh, you know, uh, ramp up to our, our presentation. Yeah. What and, did um, it say? What did it say? It was ba- just basically just explaining that uh, everyone had waived their rights to their save files and that uh, that's how we were going to uh, be making yet more money off them. Because uh, they are now subscribed. Uh, they, they basically work for us now. They're our ah, wonderful, wonderful. You I'm not are. looking forward to them noticing that we did it, but like, I, I, they're not gonna notice. They're never gonna notice. So, huh. what have you put in your ears? My ears, ears. in your ears. Uh, again, not a, not a lot. I need to pull up my list, but I know it wasn't a lot. Oh no. Um, where's my list gone? Where's where the list? Um, so. The main thing I keep going back and listening to this week is more Neil Cesarevia. Yay! Um, 
And you know what spawned it at that? Me listening to a load of news for Serenia while cooking on Friday night. Well, that that didn't that didn't hurt. But before that, even like it's it's been in my head since we went to that night out where they played the the not Neil Ciceradia version of one of those songs. What's it, the popcorn song? Oh, they played popcorn at um, the thing we went yeah, to. Yeah, they, they played popcorn at the thing we went to. And in my head, I was just going, Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, so since then, it's just been going around my head. And then when you played a bunch the other night, I was like, Oh, oh, yeah, no, it's still in there, isn't it? <laughs> this has not dislodged it yet. So I listened to a bunch of his his music, and oh. I think we've talked about him before. He does mm, lots of slightly meme mashups of songs. Very meme mashups. Very meme mashups. Uh, one of his albums, if you speed it up, you can hear that uh, Smash Mouth's All Star is playing in the background, just incredibly slowed down. Yep. Um, like that's the kind of meme trash he is, and it's wonderful. <laughs> Um, yes, Pop- Popcorn and Let the Body Sit the Floor is an amazing combination. Floorcorn, it's a great yeah, track. Yeah, Floorcorn. Um, I do love the Furries track. Furries, uh, which yeah. is off Mouth Silence. I believe so, Which is yes. my favourite of that trilogy. I think um, Floorcorn is from Mouth... What? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah the, one, the one that I've been really enjoying, I love uh, Pokemon, mm-hmm. which is just a bunch of... News reports news, about Pokemon. Yeah, 90s news reports about Pokemon and how it's going to, you know, be the, the, the death of children forever and a weird satanic obsession and whatnot. Uh, all sung over I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Yeah. it's It works really well. It really does. He, he mashes up some really interesting, silly things. Yes, definitely. Uh, have you got any, any particular favourite um, songs? T-I-M-E? Oh yes. Which is I'm not sure what the track it's mixed with. I think it's something by Vangelis and um YMCA. Oh it yes. Changes the whole tone of the track. It's really sort of quite dark yeah. and sad. Is isn't oh, doesn't he do a really dark, slightly haunting version of Love Shack? Um yeah, I think it's called like Psycho Shack and it's the psycho theme tune. Mashed up with um, with yeah, Love Shack. It, it, it just just the change in backing track makes it sound like Love Shack is a place where you're going to like die. You, know, you might have sex, but you're gonna get murdered part way through because that's how the horror yeah. films work. Right? Exactly, it's a little known place where we can get together, Ooh. but we're gonna die. Um, uh, what about? I'm just checking what other ones on here I really like. And Bustin's great. Oh, Bustin makes me feel good. It does. Yeah. Um, Stand by meme is very silly. <laughs> um, I love, basically I love the Mouth Silence album. Um, Furries, Friends. Friends is a really short one. Yeah. Like 10 seconds. Uh, Pokemon, Crocodile Chop, which is that mashup of um, Crocodile oh. rock, rock and Chop Suey. Oh, God. Wake up. <laughs> I did a little, little, little makeup. <laughs> Suicide. And angels deserve uh, to die. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, close to the sun, which is, um, I think, uh, Loser and Black Hole Sun. Oh, yeah. He's got some good tunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you oh, Love Psych is the one. Oh yeah, yeah. love psych. Uh, have you been listening to anything else this week? Uh, yeah, I've been listening to loads of stuff. Well, I lost my track because I was looking for things for you. Oh um, no! 
Yeah, Robin Adele Anderson's covers. Um, I don't know how they came into my life, but at some point they turned up on my YouTube recommended. Um, a, like, 60s Motown version of I'm Not Okay, I Promise. Oh, you, you initially played it and my question was like, is is this postmodern jukebox? It's got a very PMJ feel to it. Yeah. In fact, all of us stuff does. Yeah. It is that sort of, like, genre of, like... You know, we've got a little brass section, we've got like a double bass and some amazing singer to do a classic somewhere between 20s and 60s version of like a, a modern rock track. Yeah. Um, so like I'm Not Okay, Toxicity, I Write Sins Not Tragedies, oh, that Toxicity Numb by Linkin Park. Oh, all of those were so good. Um, oh, there was a bunch more. Hang on. Uh, Helena, my MCR, Aerial, st- uh, System of a Down, Party Rock Anthem, <laughs> oh. uh, Last Resort, Papa Roach, In the End, Linkin Park, uh, American Idiot, Green Day. Not my favourite one, but like, there's there's a lot of music. There's a on lot there. of good stuff on there. Yeah. Have you got any others? No, that's it for me. What about you? Um, I I for some reason I got Fountains of Wayne's and Mexican Wine stuck in my head, so I put that on to exercise it. Okay. It's it's a great tune. The lyrics are a bit like, what? Was this what you had on in the kitchen the other yes. day? Yeah. Um, it's about a guy who got drunk at a company party um, and woke up at the bus station without his wallet or his bus ticket. Oops. And, um, like, he's lost some information about, like, some sale he was going to make about whatever whatever um, it is he sells. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's... Be- oh, the it's beginning him. of the chorus is, I'm going to get my shit together because I can't live like this forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Big mood? <laughs> I guess, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, at least I didn't wake up drunk in a bus station without my ticket. But... Yeah, yeah, that's that's never a good one. But yeah, and it's it's just about like just how drunk he was and how hungover he is now, getting, and... getting your life in some sort of order. Yeah, I'm not sure I would ever want to work in sales because no. most of the people I've experienced that have worked in sales have been my, reprehensible my, my, creeps. Uh, well, you've got two camps of people: you've got reprehensible creeps or people who quit after three weeks. I was, I, was in, second camp. I was in the second camp. <laughs> I didn't get. I didn't get um, sacked. I, I. 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 Well, I didn't quit. I was. I was asked to stop working there because I was just about making enough to cover my train ticket to get there. I couldn't eat or drink during the day because I didn't have any money. So... And they were like, "Go and get another job. You're clearly not one of us." Um, I. I wasn't told. Apologies. That's all right. I wasn't told to leave, but I realised I had to leave after I think like the third day that I'd had to go have a cry in someone's car. Oh, no. I was just like, nope, can't do this. Oh, no. It's not for me. No, it's not for everyone. No. Too much deception. Indeed. The company I worked for told me to actively lie to people. Uh, Made me miserable. Mine t- didn't tell me or told me not to do that, but all the people that I knew that were doing good sales... Were doing that? Oh, see, here's the or, thing. Or using, like, very yeah. flirty techniques the, the with pe- customers. The people who were doing well in the company I was working at were the people who listened when they were told to turn over your uh, ID badge so that the side with your face on is facing towards your chest, and then 
kind of tell a bullshit story about who sent you so that it sounds more like you, they're expecting you and not like you are someone cold calling them. Yikes. Uh, the, the, the further extent, though, was we we had the police called multiple times. Wow. Um, one I remember is because a salesperson was so intent to not let the sale get away, he stuck his foot in the door to stop a person from closing their, their own front door. Wow. That's, that's overstepping a line. Literally. Literally, yes. Uh, so yeah, sales is not for me. What else have you listened to? Um, I listened to Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album. Oh, how'd you get on with that? Um, it's been a long time since I heard it. Yes, yeah, I, I listened to it on repeat when I think I must have been about like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I had a 16. I had a period obsessed with that album as well, and I've not listened to it in forever. How does it hold up? Um. <laughs> Do you remember the hidden track on the end? Yeah. Do you want to know how creepy that sounds? <laughs> how creepy does it sound? Sounds very fucking creepy. Now, don't get me wrong. I realise the point of that song is that her boyfriend was cheating on her. Yeah. And that's bad. But literally, she turns up at his house during the day when he's not there. She knows she's not supposed to be there. And she's like, is it alright if I just go through all your stuff? Have a shower, have a bath, lie in your bed, spray your cologne so I can smell you. It's like, you sound really creepy. Yeah. And then she finds a message like, hey, someone else is like, hey, meet me at midnight. And she's like, is it alright if I just cry everywhere in your house? I guess I should go. And he's like, what? Are you trying to tell us, Alanis? What? She's not having a good time. Clearly not. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, cheating, definitely, definitely bad. But there's problematic. That doesn't take away the problematic content on your side as well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What was the other one? Um, Perfect. Do you remember Perfect? About... Yeah. See, at the time, I just remember thinking, I don't really like this song. And now I'm like, this song upsets me because it's about, like, weird, obsessy parents. And like, yeah. hey, why don't you be perfect? And there's that whole bit, like, when it, um, like, hits, like, its peak and it's like, I'll live through you, I'll make you what I never was because you're the best Compared to him, come her. I'm doing this for your own damn good to make up for what I'll never be. What's the problem? Why are you crying? It's like, whoa. That's <laughs> emotionally intense. It's a very intense song. I yeah. don't know who it's about or what, but just like, wow. Um, Some of it's quite nice, cheery stuff. The, the backing tracks in all of that music are really good. Like, there's some um, incredible bass lines. There's some really nice sort of, like, drum rhythms. Like, I like it a lot, but, like, it's, I don't think it's Alanis' not lyrics were always for me. It's not necessarily a guidebook on how to be an emotionally healthy person. <laughs> no. Um, and I suppose it didn't help, like, Jagged Little Pill is, I guess, about, like, a relationship breakup. And the next the next album she released after that, as far as I'm aware, is supposed former infatuation junkie. <sighs> Those are some words that conjure up. Someone who's probably not living their life super well. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing I listened to again for the first time in maybe two decades. I, I'm tempted to listen myself just out of curiosity now. Give it a listen. Okay. Give it a listen. What, what else do you listen to, if uh, anything else? Have you not got any others? Because no. you've done me three times now. I know, I really, I really didn't listen to much, if anything. I... I went and listened to the studio recordings of some of those big red ass tracks from last week. Ooh. They are as um, 
lyrically simplistic as I imagined. I was enjoying um, Hooray again. Yeah, Don't Hooray. Uh, I listened to Hats and I started to pick up enough of the words of what was going on in like the verse because he's very fast in the verse. Basically, the verse goes, one, I'm going to tell you about some hats. Two, are you ready? Because I'm really going to tell you about some hats. Three, are you sure you're ready? Be ready, I'm going to tell you about some hats. Four, are you certain you're ready? Okay, I told you we're going to talk about hats. Hat, 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 hat. Everybody doth your hat. <laughs> it's it's so stupid, I fucking love it. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I listen oh. to uh, Hooray and um, Suzuki. Oh, Whichever yes. album it is on, that's on Bandcamp. Uh, I quite enjoyed uh, The Paper. Which is a call and response one where during, when they did it live, they were holding out pieces of paper that would say words on them. So it was like the paper, the paper, the water, the water. I can't remember what was after the paper and the water. But it was another, like, the intention was that you would only catch, like, occasional words and be like, ah, shout the word that's on the paper. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I listened to a bit more Big Red Ass um, through their band camp, I think. Uh, I listened to some more uh, Mad Apple Circus. I was about to say, I, I did listen to some more of them this week, actually. Feeling a bit sort of Bristol Scar, are I was we? feeling a little bit Bristol Scar. Nice. Ah, Bristol's got such a good Scar scene. Uh, it seems like it. It seems. We need to go. Yeah, we need to go to Bristol and go see some Scar. <laughs> I mean, those people there we've been meaning to go and see for New Indeed. Year. We should, we should make this we should happen. see them too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we'll also have a bit of a skank. Hat, hat, hat. Hat, hat, hat. Everybody doth your hat. Um, the only other thing I've listened to this week is there's a new Kodiak Island EP. Ooh. We've mentioned Kodiak Island before. Yeah. I've, I've talked about the Orange EP and the Lemon EP. Tell, tell, lemon me, EP. tell me about the new EP. Good Lemon EP. <laughs> Good lemon EP. <laughs> I hope it doesn't sting when you do a Lemon EP. Anyway, uh, the Lime EP is out. We're going through all the citrus fruits. Um, yeah, it's it's more of that sort of slightly psychedelic folk that I'm really enjoying. Um, so the Sugar Song, which is they did as a single recently, nice uplifting tune, got some nice slightly slightly dreamy vibe to it. Um, uh, very much sort of um, yeah, slightly sleepy dreamy um, rhythm, and then this like really like fuzzy guitar licks. Ah. that sort of like just soar up and down in this really nice way um and that's carried over into the next track which is uh and i loved you uh which is like similar very fuzzy lots of wandering lead licks uh really nice bass line uh track after back is sawdust and uh sawdust and glitter which is a uh, sort of pacey instrumental i imagine it'd be really good driving music just like summertime with the windows down just getting along to that it's got a really nice pace to it. And then the track after that is um, a cover of Wuthering Heights. It's a nice cover, but I didn't really care for the original track. So, Yeah, that'll have an effect on that, yeah, won't it? Yeah, I didn't care for the original track lyrically. So, yeah. I mean, I guess, if that's what you're into. Um, but yeah, that's all I have done to listen to well, this week. Well, then. Time for this. Every year, hundreds of celebrities are found to have done something horribly problematic. Those celebrities are often cancelled, as it were, by society. Yes, many suggest things like that they should get in the sea. We, as environmentalists, propose that that is the worst place to put anything toxic. Indeed, should someone be so toxic as to be caught doing horrible things to people, 
We don't need that polluting the ocean. The oceans are having a rough enough time as it is. There's enough plastic down there without putting awful people in there as well. Exactly. So, next time you need to dispose of a cancelled celebrity... Yeet them into the sun. Indeed. That way, at least their bodies will be properly incinerated. You, uh, you heard about all this, uh, flooding, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. There's all this flooding in, like, English villages, yeah? What they're saying is, badgers did that. Badgers? Badgers did the flooding? Yeah, right. They built these little badger houses, but they were basically like substandard badger council flats, and the badgers just didn't live there, right? Yeah. Badgers all claiming for a second home in all like the 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 water protecty thing that they built to stop the the river doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, what else would have caused, you know, three days' worth of rain to, to land and then on on that and then cause a flood? Nothing, right? Nothing. Uh, it must have been the I've badgers. Got, I've got a wild theory for you. Yeah, yeah. What if it was global warming, though? No one believes in climate change. Nah, right? no, it's the badges in it. Yeah, yeah. Although, you want to know about warming. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, right? Yeah. Badgers, living by rivers and stuff and, and, and train lines. Badgers causing the river to break, right? Guess what lives in deserts? What? Gerbils. Is that like a badger? They're like desert rats but they live in the desert right yeah so gerbils causing desertification yeah but he hadn't considered that right nah nah yeah gerbils the gerbils yeah the gerbils causing all that warming Maybe that's what what all the the difference in temperature is. All the bad, all all the all, all the gerbils, <laughs> and then the badgers just coming along like, oh, it's too hot here, flood. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Gotta be, yeah. Question time. Stuff for questions. Oh, we got questions. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I was expecting story time. Yeah. Have we gone back to questions this week? Just, just for a week. I just thought it'd be nice to have a bit of a, a oh. chance. I, I do enjoy question time. Eee. Question time's one of my favourites. Well, that's good, because here it is. Here it is. Are you ready for a question? Yeah, I'm ready for a question. Who's got a question for <sighs> Hi, us? Drob. Hi, Drob. Hi, Drob. Um, would you run a marathon if you had time to prepare? If I had time to prepare, I totally would. I've been looking for an excuse to get fit enough to, to, you know, to run properly. I was doing couch to 5k for a while, um, and I sort of fell out of it as the bad weather happened, and I keep going. I'm going to start doing it when the weather gets good, and then we just didn't have a summer this year. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Haven't even had a spring yet. Mm. But, um, yeah, if I had time to prepare, I'd totally run a marathon. 
I mean, if my foot doesn't if your foot do would the hold thing. out. <laughs> yeah, because I was doing really well at running. I also liked the fact that I could run. Um, but yeah, my foot fucked up about a year and a half ago now. So that's been an absolute pain in the bum. But yeah, if it wasn't so fucked, I would be very happy to get back to running and work up to something. Maybe not a marathon, but certainly like a 5k. Like maybe a 10k, something like that. Um, the Nick of Strong Style at the Nick Flair. Hello, Nick. Oh, it's Nick. Hello, uh, Nick. I'd like to know the, what uh, what what rodent do you feel a deep deep connection to? Okay, let's have a look. Let's. Oh, a beaver. I do enjoy beaver. Yeah, I'm a big fan of beaver. Same. <laughs> oh, the lemmings. Oh. Yeah, so sweet. I've always liked beavers, and like being a little bit open, I think it's just because I romanticised Canada as a kid, because family stuff and having a bit of a, like, I built it up in my head as a magical land that it's probably not actually representative of what Canada is like, but as such, I have a real affinity for beavers. You hear that, Dad? You're why I like beavers. <laughs> 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 anyway, Jane, you're <laughs> tell me more about your love of beavers. Uh, do you eat a beaver? Do you want me to show you some more? Do you lick a beaver? Some... <laughs> do you want me to show you some more? <laughs> do you nuzzle a beaver? Uh, I would do many things to a beaver. Yeah. Yeah, you'd enjoy a nice beaver. Oh, I do enjoy a nice beaver. Put your face right in there. Oh yeah. Um, chinchillas are super cute. Yeah. I know that they're desperately paranoid and, and I, I'm not sure like that. Degus are very cute. Oh, we know someone with Degus. Degus, Degus are cute. Got degus. Yeah, Degus are adorable. Um, Moose, they're cute. Yeah, you do like a little face. I like a little cute tiny timmy mouth. And a little tiny Oh, no, oh, no. I do a, I do a timmy. Oh, I just oh, take the tiny seed the and then I run away. Oh, no. But to me, it's a big seed. Oh, it's a big seed. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. oh, no. um, hams. I do love a ham. Oh. Shoving its face full of food. Smiley mood. <laughs> Squirrel uh, hides away its food for later. Right. So I need a treasure trove of food. I've had pet rats, um, or I've lived in a house with pet rats, and they're very cute. Um, um, and you can form very sweet connections to them if they're sort of properly socialised. Yes. Um, squiggles, squiggles are great fun. They've got those big bushy tails. I, I don't know. There's so many cute rats. I think I think that's a good short list. Hams. I'm going with hams. I'm going with beavers. Because I love beavers. Can I nuzzle your beaver? Oh, you can nuzzle my beaver. Yay! Anyway! Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Tiki. Becky too here would like to know uh, what superpower power would you hate? Oh, oh, telepathy. I would hate if it was always on. Yeah, I would hate always on telepathy because my brain mm. is already too loud with all of the sensory inputs. Mm -hmm. I don't need to also hear every single person's thoughts overlapping at once. Yeah, that would be. That'd be too much. If it was directional, maybe, but like I can't deal with hearing the 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 buzzing of the electric light and the car outside at once. Like that's no good. Mm. It's less than ideal. Wouldn't want the Midas touch either. 
No. No, you couldn't give yourself a good rubbing with that. No. No. Well, I think those are the probably the worst ones. Yeah. Uh, and Plush What Loves You Lots. Plush What Loves Me Lots. And, and Plush What Loves You Lots. Uh-huh. Um, what's your favourite bad movie? Oh, okay, I know the answer to this. It's Power Rangers the movie Turbo. It is the second feature-length Power Rangers movie, and it features a terrible plot that I remember so little of. All I really remember is that a young kid gets to be the Blue Ranger because he's accidentally under a hospital bed while they're having a conversation about being Power Rangers, and they are lacking a Blue Power Ranger. And as a kid, that movie was like, (gasps) I I, I could be one! I just have to accidentally overhear a conversation and I could be a Power Ranger. Um, so I have like a ludicrous, m- stupid attachment for that objectively bad film. <laughs> uh, what about you? Hmm. I mean, are they bad movies just because... Just because they're B-movies? Like... What you thinking? The stuff... The, the stuff st- is great. The stuff is great. That is not a good movie. It, yeah, I think that counts. That is not a good film. It's a great film. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great film. It's not a good film. No. Um, Like Hellraiser 2? Hellbound? Oh, okay. Like, that was the first Hellraiser I ever saw, and I fucking love it. But, or I did when I was a kid. I, I've not seen it recently. It might yeah. be fucking awful. Um... Yeah, and then Silent Hill, I know a lot of people consider that to be an objectively bad movie, but, like, the rest is Dreams fan edit. It's really... It's much more cohesive. <laughs> I love it. I've, I've espoused the virtues of the... I've espoused the virtues of that on here before. I believe so. It's good. Yeah. Mm. What else have we got in the question? Uh, Cody Emrys would like to know, if the apocalypse happened and you two survived, what would you do? Create the biggest fucking party we could with what was left. Yeah. I I could imagine, like... Make party town. Yeah, I'm picturing, like, we we fill up, like, an entire auditorium with with ball pit balls. So we have, like, the biggest ball pit. Yeah. Um, I think that we create the uh, the glitter, the golden glitter shower. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I I think that'd have to be glitter wrestling. Yeah. Um, But it's bio-glitter. Yeah, bio-glitter, of course. Um... All of the big, huge balloons that I can do a big hug to. Yeah. Um, big, huge sound system. We'll go find, like... Uh, we'll go find... We'll find the Jeep Warrior. I, I was going to... be like, we're borrowing your stack. Right. Yeah. Well, it's the, end, it's the end of the world. If the world's fallen apart, like, who's going to stop us stealing, like, I don't know, the the sound system for, like, a, a Reading Festival or something? <laughs> we'll steal, like, the O2 sound system. Exactly. You see what I mean? Ma- Maybe we'll, we'll build put... a village inside the O2. Yeah, we'll put all the ball pit balls and the glitter <laughs> wrestling inside the O2 with the O2 sound system. We'll hook it up to just like a standard headphone jack so that we can just like have have our phone control. Who's having the ox cable tonight? <laughs> um, what else? What else do we need at this party? Uh, bubbles, obviously. Oh god, bubbles, yeah. Smoke machine. Smoke machine. Laser lights. Um, food and drink. Yeah. Um, Snacks, a chill out area. Lots of, like, uh, just cushions. Oh, like an entire section that's just like duvets and cushions. Duvets and, and cushions. Like, you can make you can make a literal nest for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Have like a pillow fort. Yeah. Um, a selection of people um, who had been found to break any of the laws of our town, hanging by their legs outside. Oh, oh. <laughs> um. 
Oh, what else do we need? We'll we'll get we'll get all of those scar bands from that event we go to. We'll yeah. get all them. Yeah. Big red asking come play. Big red asking come play. Uh, like just like a non-hierarchical commune. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're doing at the end of yeah. the world. Come um, join us. Come join us for a communist come, party. Come live in the queer and pleasant commune. <laughs> every night at bedtime. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, you know what we need every night at bedtime? Everyone a cup of tea. It's well, time for bed. I was going to say, bedtime for everyone. We get that guy that we met at that late night event that reads children's stories to people who are slightly <sighs> fucked. We need yeah. him. We need him. We we need we need the lovely Xavier to come and uh, read read everyone's stories before bed at our our lovely commune. But what if the pigeon did drive the bus? <laughs> what well, if maybe when we have a commune, I'll get outvoted and the pigeon will be allowed to drive the bus. Yay! <laughs> I suspect it will go poorly. Aww. But but but. But but it was so sad when it wasn't allowed to drive the bus. I know, but it doesn't know how to drive the bus. He <laughs> doesn't know proper bus safety. But okay, what if it was a small bus <laughs> that we trained? What if we just trained the pigeon to drive the bus? So if that's so the case, then I will say yes, the pigeon can drive the bus. Yay! But in the book, the pigeon does not know how to drive the bus. Well, uh... <laughs> I'd have let the pigeon drive the bus. Just around a little bit. <laughs> it seemed just mean-spirited not to let the pigeon drive the bus. Anyway. It seemed very mean-spirited for the pigeon to be told, no, I don't want you to drive my bus, and then for him to keep asking and trying to mislead the public into letting him drive the bus he wasn't supposed to drive. I suppose. <laughs> but I just felt so... I felt compassion for the pigeon. I know, I know. I realise it should have just accepted the thing, but... I know. Sometimes you have dreams and goals. <laughs> anyway, do you want to write a storybook about about a pigeon that, that gets did to get to in fact? Yeah, you can write that if you want. I'll help. Yeah. Anyway, what's the, do we have any other questions? Uh, Lucy, what's your favourite cooperative uh, board slash card game? Cooperative. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Mm, legendary encounters. Alien. Oh yeah. It's a lot of setup and it's difficult. But that is a really fun co-op board card deck builder game. Pandemic? I've not had a chance to, to play it, but I've heard positive things. Um, Tiny Epic Zombies can be? Oh, yeah! Actually, Tiny Epic Zombies is really fun as a co-op mm-hmm. game. I think we've talked about it on here before. You've Definitely. got a little, a little board. You manage your little figures running around trying to stop zombies getting into the centre and killing everyone. While trying to complete two tasks. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's lots of nice randomization in that. Yeah. I would be interested if they ever did an expansion pack. Yeah, we should look at that. I know, I know they do do expansion packs for some of the other tiny epics. Yeah. But yeah, I was very, very much enjoying that one. Uh, tricky. You know that uh, Google Stadia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that streaming yeah. thing from Google. Yeah. What, uh, what do you reckon is its true purpose then, yeah? Okay. I reckon yeah. Google Stadia yeah. is supposed to be streaming the games to you. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's streaming you to the game. Because, wow. like, you're doing your inputs with your hands yeah. to control it. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to the game. Yeah. So, like, if they're getting like data on your hand movements, yeah. what else is the game getting from you? I, I think it's getting, getting the whole of you. Waves, yeah. I it's getting all of you. Yeah. By the time you finish playing the game... The protagonist will be you, and you will be gone from this mortal world. Well, so, 
So will something replace you, or is that just like no, them that's... dealing with overpopulation by getting like poor people sucked into the computer? You got it. You got and it. All the rich yeah. people is yeah. left behind. It's you got just, it. It's a cull. It's a cull of the of the working classes, so that uh, rich people don't have to deal with it. And that is the the Google that... Stadia's true purpose. Yeah, yeah tricky. <laughs> uh, what other questions? <laughs> Uh, Nerg would like to know if you could make a Dynasty Warriors spin-off in any media property, what would you choose? Oh, hmm. Undertale Warriors. Undertale Warriors. Um, I don't know exactly how it would work, but I yeah. want it. Splatoon. <gasps> Ooh. Um. I'm not entirely sure how that would work, but I love the idea of just like. Huge swathes of landscape just I, covered in paint. I would totally play Mario Warriors. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of characters in there. Smash Warriors. So Smash Warriors. <laughs> uh, um, Rabbids Warriors. Like Mario plus Rabbids Warriors. I can Warriors. do Mario plus Rabbids Warriors. If if we're crossing things over, we might as well cross Nintendo and Ubisoft and Cully Tecmo in one game. <laughs> All of the things. Um, I don't know. A day of the tentacle warriors. Would you really want to beat up tentacles though, or would you be beating things up as a tentacle? Well, I guess you could have green tentacle on your team, and then you could be fighting like hordes of purple tentacles. Ah, I see. <laughs> or who knows something else? It could be you know, the tentacles were not the main thing. No, of, of the tentacles Mansion. could fight against I don't know. A Kobe Tecmo self-insert that no one likes. Probably, yeah. Just a huge <laughs> jiggling tentacle. Uh, uh, yeah, that is is all the questions. So thank you very much to everyone for, for sending those in. I do an appreciate yeah. on short notice. I oh. do an appreciate as well. Eee. So then, <gasps> time for this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Rochelle Justice Warriors. All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. How's that? How's your week been? Yeah, I've been uh, listening to the new uh, uh, Now That's What I Call Kazoo album. Oh, did you enjoy their cover of uh, Sandstorm? Yeah, yeah, it was very good. I was particularly surprised at their choice to put uh, to put some kazoo Skrillex on there. Oh yeah, that dubstep. Was probably not your, your yeah. most typical exactly, kazoo that, tune. That was some impressive wubs on the kazoo. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you've been uh, you've been uh, up to much? Oh, I've been uh, I've been on Twitter recently. Ooh, oh, I know, yeah. I know. Why'd I do it? Why'd I do it? You're doing yourself, mate. Well, you know, I, I call a bit of the. Uh, the discourse that's going on because yeah, 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 yeah. uh, Pride Month's going on, and yeah, yeah. we're having one of these discussions that pops up every year, and it's oh. you know it annoys me every time it comes up. Yeah. It's the uh, the discussion of who is acceptable at Pride, and particularly conversations about, for example, uh, aromantic asexual people, uh, uh, people who might be bisexual but currently with a partner who is of the uh, of the opposite sex to them or is not yeah. the same sex partner yeah. um non-binary people for example getting told that they don't have a space at pride um 
you know, a lot a lot of these groups are told that they don't have a space because, you know, well, yours is an invisible uh, gender or sexuality difference. And, and they suggest you know, they have some kind of privilege, is it? Yeah, it's, you know, oh, yeah, you, you might be bisexual, but you're, you know, you're dating someone who... You're straight past. Oh, that, oh yeah. that, that terrible term. Yeah. And this idea that because of that, you know, you must not face any discrimination or have any need to, you know feel part of the queer community when yeah, yeah. it's very clear from the outset to anyone that these are all people that deserve to be part of our community absolutely i, I have a polyamorous friend uh, she's uh, been in in a relationship with uh, with with a man for for a while now and she's recently got herself uh, uh, a couple of girlfriends Ooh, and she's yeah. like saying like you know this will be the first year that she could go to pride and, and not you know have that judgment of you know straight passing there yeah, and it's it's a real insidious thing because it, it leads to people who have every right to be at Pride, you know, a person who's bisexual. They might not be dating, you know, uh, in any given time, a, a bisexual man might yeah. not be dating any men at a time, but yeah. that doesn't mean he's not attracted to them. He's Absolutely. not bisexual still, yeah. you know, for example. And, you know, you can perfectly happy, happily be in a, in a relationship with uh, an opposite gender person and, you know, yeah. and still be bi. You don't have to be, you know poly with that you can exactly. be mono and that doesn't make you any less bi than than if you were in a you know a, a same sex or, or you know part multiple partners of different genders yeah yeah when we get to talking about like um like say asexual people for example yeah. or aromantic people yeah. those are still things that are you know generally not considered uh, societally acceptable still they're still you know finding a place yeah um, well i mean like you uh, you, the, I would like to point the people in the LGBT community who are ace exclusionary yeah. the comments section for anyone who is uh, you know openly ace or or aero or yeah. even demi yeah. you know and go well uh, you know, you're you're not this that or the other it's like no and they very much belong here yeah you you often see people who are who are ace for example yeah. being told you know, it's this idea that, oh, you just haven't found the right person yet, you will eventually change how you feel, and that can lead to, you know, them being pressured in relationships, or, yeah. you know... Or feeling yeah. like they're broken... Exactly. ...when There's, they are perfectly, you know, I, complete I, people I still, I still don't feel like, as a society, yeah. we've reached a point where people can yeah. go, this is just not a thing that, you know, interests me, and the, the vast majority of people go, yep, that makes sense, I understand that one. Yeah. And as such, like, yeah, I, I, I think this whole exclusionary attitude of, you know... Who should or should not be a pride? You know, there's a few things we can can agree on. Turfs shouldn't be a pride. Because nope. they are exclusionary. They are there to be angry and offensive and upsetting to people who deserve to be there. Transmedicalists. Yeah, transmedicalists. Um, police. Because yeah. it has been proven they don't fucking care. They will protect people who are a danger to the LGBT. Literal neo-Nazis. Recently. Yeah, literal, literal neo-Nazis are protectors. Yeah. They were, you know, before they'll protect other vulnerable minorities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know... The... But, but you know, acero, demi, yeah. non-binary yeah. people, uh, yeah. you know, and, and people who are bi but are in a, a, a non-same-sex a, relationship. An sex relationship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, bi and pan people and, yeah. Should we have our rug? Yeah, mate, yeah. Ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, looking forward to Pride, actually, yeah, not far off now. No, I just hope everyone is a, a safe time and that uh, they uh, look after them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good have me. Shall yeah. I uh, pop the kettle on? Pop the kettle on. Have a, cu- have a cup of tea. Yeah.
Lara. Yes. They can be found you on the internet, darling. Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, you can find me streaming Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at twitch.tv forward slash Laura K. Buzz. You can support the work that I do by throwing me a dollar a month or more if you can, or less if you can't afford to, it's no problem, to patreon.com forward slash Laura K. Buzz. That's what pays the bills. You can also find all of my work on laurakbuzz.com where I post links to everything that I do. Um, what have I had up recently? I did a review of Cadence of Hyrule. Um, I had a piece for sci-fi about the ladies of the MCU that I think would be quite dateable. And just a good excuse to chat a bunch of gay feelings. Sorry. I did a second episode of Laura K. Buzz will be on My Brother, My Brother and Me. And you should check that out. Like... You should definitely be on my bim bam. I I should. I'm gonna be on my bim bam. Laura K. Buzz is going to be. It's it right yeah. there in the title. Yeah, Laura K. Buzz will be on my brother, my brother, and me, of course. So I would suggest like listen to that now and follow it. Mm. I I think you should do that thing. Uh, I've also got some books. Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out at the end of the summer, hopefully. Mm. Uncomfortable Labels, which releases on July 18th as a physical book, and August 18th as a audiobook. Heck, that's like a month away. Right. If you wanna if you wanna get a copy in person the week that it releases and get it signed, I'm gonna be at CoxCon in mm. Telford with some copies. We're gonna be at CoxCon. Yeah, we're gonna be at CoxCon. We're gonna be at CoxCon. We're gonna be at CoxCon. Um, it's not about ding-dongs. Um, I'm also gonna be doing something in London, hopefully, on the 17th of July. Pencil that date. I will have more information soon. And I will be at Transpride Brighton. Uh, I said the emphasis on that weird. Transpride Brighton. I'm gonna be there in the, the, the grassy area with a bunch of books, if you want to get one or get one signed. Other than that, Dice Funk, it's a Dungeons Dragons podcast. Every season's a self-contained story. Season six is about to kick off. I think the first episode goes up the same day as this goes up. Uh, I think that's everything. Heavens. I got a lot of stuff. Many things. Oh, Tonal Whiplash. It's mm. an interview podcast. Um, I did an interview with Left at London. I did one with Brent Wolfloss. Who will the next one be? Who knows? I've got I've got a bunch in the bank. What about you? I am Maniac Janiac on Twitter and YouTube. I'm on SoundCloud.com slash Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on Baddie Designated Heroes, which is a fifth edition DD Real Play podcast, where we fight rats a lot. <laughs> Stuff is happening, big things are happening. We did a record uh, on Sunday night and I'm I'm excited because I feel like we're really getting to something. And I can't do spoilers, but really interesting things happened in the most recent episode. I feel like we're really coming to something good. Hooray! And there was a species in that wasn't a rat, and I was... I can't spoil, but yeah. I'm excited. Um, also, I'm uh, Stoned Monkey Radio. Uh, pa- Patreon.com slash Stoned Monkey Radio and StonedMonkeyRadio.blog and PayPal.me slash Jane Magnet if you want to send me some pennies. Because I could really do with those to do, like, keeping... It's it's an awkward time of year when all the partying happens and also my subscription for my website comes around. And it's like, yeah, ah, I have this problem every year <laughs> as well. I had, like, 
within the past month, it's like, oh, I gotta renew that, do I? Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> oh poop. Oh poop. <laughs> Expensive. Oh yes. Yeah. So there was there was there are those aspects. So yeah. And um, thanks to everyone who has has Patreoned me already. Um. Uh, yeah. Thank you to George Holt, my first my first Patreon. Uh, everyone else will get properly credited at the end of the month. Hooray! I would like to credit everyone who supports me on Patreon. But yours were taken considerably longer than mine. Mine would be a considerable outro of its own. Yes. But uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you very much, everyone, for your support. I do. It it means the world. It Mm. means that I can can afford to keep doing this. I've been doing it. This is coming up to the end of my first month. I'm like, (gasps) I might just about be able to survive. Hooray! You put out some really good work recently. I I am excited as, as fuck for some stuff that's coming up. Maybe, maybe around the, like, you know, before my, just before my book comes out, just be on the lookout for cool shit. I mean, you've already done cool shit. I know. It's nice to see that that you're, like, feeling so good about the work. I, I'm enjoying that. Yee. I, there are some days like today where I don't get as much out as I would like, because I've got to do behind the scenes work, but I'm proud of what I've been doing. It's all good prep, though. Yeah. Yeah. So then, sing us out, darling. Until next time, be a stranger. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.